Today in Science from Wired. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. A Russian volcano just erupted for the first time in centuries by Eric Clemetti. This weekend saw a new eruption from Kambalny in southern Kamchatka. Now, the Kamchatka Peninsula is a very volcanically active area, with multiple eruptions going on simultaneously much of the time. There are certain volcanoes that are in almost constant unrest. However, Kambalny is not one of the usual suspects for activity. This changed when a dark gray ash plume was spotted by Earth-observing satellites on March 25th. The plume stretched hundreds of kilometers to the south over the Pacific Ocean and may have reached as high as 8 kilometers, which is 26,000 feet above sea level. Be sure to check out the NASA Earth Observatory image of the eruption that clearly shows the plume and its shadow. Video taken of the eruption from the ground shows a billowing plume coming from the volcano's summit. An image taken on March 27 shows a dark gray layer of ash covering much of the southern tip of Kamchatka and a much weaker plume that is lighter in color. This might suggest the eruption is now much more steam than ash in its column. This eruption was a surprise to the volcanologists that monitor the Kamchatka Peninsula. However, surprises are easy when many of the dozens of volcanoes on the peninsula are far from most people. Fewer than 4,500 people live within 100 kilometers of Kambalni, and most lack any sort of real-time local monitoring, such as seismometers or webcams. This means many of the more subtle signs of an impending eruption, like earthquake swarms, increasing steam and gas emissions, or deformation, might go unnoticed. This appears to be the case with Kambalni. At this point, we don't know if this eruption released any new magma or if it's just an explosion that erupted old, cold material in the vent area of the volcano. If it is new magma, we might expect more explosions, much like what we've seen over the last few months at Alaska's Bogoslav. If it is merely cold rock that was shattered during a large, steam-driven explosion, this could be a one-off event or the opening stages of more explosive eruptions if magma is rising into Kambalni. Kambalni's eruptive history is, to say it best, fuzzy. There was a report of an eruption in 1767, but this isn't confirmed. That's exactly 250 years ago and could be the minimum estimate for the last time Kambalni saw activity. The biggest source of uncertainty is that lots of small eruptions could have easily been missed since then, at least until we launched satellites to watch the planet. 
The last large eruption of the volcano might have occurred as long ago as 1350. However, Kambalni bears watching as its eruptive history is filled with explosive eruptions and large avalanches. Some small, young-looking cinder cones have also grown on the slopes of Kambalni, which means they haven't been destroyed by weathering on the peninsula. The take-home message here is that Kambalni has the potential to produce some big eruptions, but we just don't know too much about its behavior. Currently, Kverd has Kambalni on orange alert status. Although the volcano isn't a threat to many people near the volcano, because there just aren't many anyway, it is a threat to aviation. Some early weather satellite images of the eruption showed contrails from aircraft over the plume material. Note, the aircraft are likely less than 10,000 feet above the plume as it drifted out over the Pacific Ocean, which could be bad news if the eruption had gotten more intense and ash reached higher into the atmosphere. Carefully watching these eruptions will help keep people and aircraft safe as they transit the Pacific Rim. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.